Hey people, welcome back to series three of Not Another Sales Podcast. My name is Chris Atfield. I'm the founder and coach of Sales Psyche, a company focused on supporting and developing sales and commercial teams, mental health, well-being, and performance. This podcast aims to look at the world of sales through a different lens, providing not just the tactics, but also the mindset of what makes it successful. This series, I'm asking guests, what's one thing they suggest you try, avoid, and keep doing to be successful? whether that's as a rep, leader, or organization. So let's get started. On today's episode, I'm joined by Tom Boston, SDR at SalesLoft. I'm going to be asking Tom what's one thing he'd encourage people to try, keep doing, and avoid. We cover topics around content creation, finding your true self, and prospecting. So sit back and enjoy. Tom, welcome. How are we doing? I'm doing very well, Chris. How are you doing? Good to yeah, see you. You too, you too. Thank you so much for putting some time aside for the uh for the pod in between your your very busy obviously job but also your your uh your movie career as well that's right you know me you know if i'm not working i'm filming there's always something <laughs> going on i've got some i've got some beard envy um at the moment you you know it's got to be the best beard in the uh in the business right well it's not by intention i've got a haircut next week and barbers so i'm kind of waiting it's kind of gone to the point now where i just don't trust myself to cut it Okay. You get the old line of although what I can do now is I've found a very useful way if I pull it up over my face and put a mask on, I could do my neckline quite well. Ah, there you go. Yeah, okay, things tip, things you never knew. Yeah. <laughs> I like um, that a lot. But, <laughs> so for people who are tuned in and and I, I say this, but probably with you, I say it probably, you know, very much so that there'll probably be very few people tuning into this that uh, don't know who you are already um so it'd be good to give them a, a, a brief overview uh, a bit of an origin story as to as to who you are first of all <laughs> well you know what you'd be surprised because i did a session <laughs> with some with some reps um, the other day there's about 20 people on the call and uh, i could see some blank faces i just i just started going and i, I kind of asked is there anyone in this uh, in this zoom call who doesn't have a clue who i am and there was about <laughs> five about five or six hands that were raised you know who is this guy so for anyone <laughs> so for anyone who doesn't know who I am my name is Tom Boston and I'm an SDR at Sales Loft I um, recently have been doing some LinkedIn content uh, creating kind of videos and skits about life in sales and I've been very lucky that um, I've had a good response to to that content and um, people are very kind about the, the kind of stuff I'm creating and I'm, I'm really enjoying uh, doing both right so doing my SDR role but also uh, having fun on uh, online on LinkedIn. Yeah great and you know I can attest to that some some great I can't even pick out probably a top five really I think all of them are I, I love the Easter egg pun one uh, a couple of weeks ago or last week um, and of course you know when you've got the uh the different characters out, particularly marketing, just sitting there, just sort of waiting, suggesting ideas. <laughs> I'm sure it resonates with a lot of people who can, who can attest to being in those kind of meetings as well. Yeah, I have, uh, have a lot of fun with uh, with those. And, and I think with the with the pandemic, right, I, I was doing these split screen videos for anyone who's seen my, my content. Um, and then when the pandemic hit and everyone was doing these Zoom calls, it kind of made sense to to really delve into that and just make lots of content with different people on on, on Zoom calls and sharing ideas, um, but yeah, uh, for anyone who's not seen them, go and have a look because uh, I have a I have a lot of fun uh, playing those different characters. Yeah, for me, I think I mentioned to you when we were chatting over LinkedIn. It feels like when I'm watching a magic trick when I'm watching some of those videos, I'm I'm trying to work out how you're doing it. And I, <laughs> I, obviously, I've I've spoke to a couple of people like as 
chat with Jack Gaysford and he said that he's going to chat with you about it. And it's very clever, but it's like just thinking, I think um, it's very clever how you've done all that. Um, yeah, I get, I get so. that question quite, quite a lot. You know, um, I often do videos where I'm talking to myself, maybe even like four versions of myself. And I get people asking me, is it an app? How do you, how do you, <laughs> how do you time it? But the kind of, the kind of boring answer to that is I write a script and I record myself multiple times and I just leave gaps to where I respond to myself. Yeah. And it uh, takes, takes a bit of practice, but if you can get the timing right, because of course comedy is all about timing, Chris, <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> if you can get the timing right, um, you can get a really good, really good effect. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, some of those things might come up um, with what I wanted to start off with today around this question of someone I've been asking a lot of people recently. And I think it's, it's quite a, a good way to get an insight into um, your perspective on what's working for you. But if you were, um, let's say, well, from your role, you've got sales reps listening to this, you might have sales leaders as well. But from a, a rep perspective, I'd love to hear, uh, you know, if we look at this year ahead or the rest of this year, what's one thing you'd encourage people to try? One thing you'd encourage them to keep doing and one thing to throw away. So where do you want to start? What's drawing you in? Yeah, I, I think, I mean, you know, I'm a huge advocate of this idea of, of reps just just trying to create content that that really complements the the work that they're that they're doing. So by all means, prospecting is is right at the heart of what reps should be doing every single day. You know, I'm I'm a huge believer in a multi-channel prospecting approach that, that stands out from the crowd, breaks through the noise and and books meetings. But from my experience to also have content on social running alongside that so that when your prospects look at your profile and try to understand who is this person who's trying to contact me um, they can get a glimpse into who you are as a person what you're all about and what you kind of care about the reason I thought about this as something for reps to to try is because that's very much how I got started with creating social content to complement my prospecting. I just, I just gave it a go. I didn't really have a structure for what that could look like. I thought it might be a, a good idea and it was, it was trial and error. You know, the, the first few videos and they're still, they're still available on, on my, on my LinkedIn. If you scroll back uh, far enough, they're a little bit ropey. They're a little bit sketchy. I'm, I'm not really sure what I'm doing, but I'm, I'm kind of giving it a go right? Because I thought it was a good idea. And I was able to build it up over time to the stage where I've got a bit of a following and I, and I do get those compliments on, on the content, but it wasn't always like that. So that's, that's my first kind of thing I've, I thought about. Look, give, give it a go and just try different forms of, of content because um, the results can be, um, can be great and really exciting, you know? Yeah. What do you think, or this might even be what you came across your mind as well, but what do you think stops people? Like, What are the biggest barriers that people are listening to this that maybe these kind of limiting beliefs and things that breaking through actually don't matter? Like, What do you think are the biggest things holding people back? I think there's a couple of things. So the first would be, and I know this was a big thing for me, just the insecurity of, of actually putting yourself out there right because it's a it's a big thing to to hit record and to speak to an audience 
And if you're anything like me, you'll watch it back and you'll be like, ah, that looks, I look bad. I sound bad. Do I really have that kind of nasal Yorkshire <laughs> accent? You know, listen, listening to it back and go, oh. But you know what? You have to kind of, you have to let that, let that go because those kind of things are all, they all sit with you and, 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 and your mind. And, and if you can get past that and just, and just get yourself out there, um, I, I think that's when you can start to really see the, the benefits of doing it. So that, that would be the first thing, this idea of, yeah, oh, I, I don't want to do it. What will people think? What if it, what if it's not good? And the second thing is like, well, why, why would I do it? Right. So for example, let's say you make content for a month, two months, three months, and you get some likes and you get a few comments, but you don't actually see any inbound leads coming your way. People aren't commenting saying, oh, that, that sounds really good. I'd like to buy that from you. It's very easy to go, what's the point? I might as well spend my time cold calling, writing emails and putting my focus on, on the prospecting because that's that's what I know has worked in, in the past. Um, but again, I believe it's about having lots of multiple plates spinning, right? So the prospecting process is over here. You've got your social content over here. And when you reach out to a prospect, they're able to actually join, join the dots. Okay, mm. so I think I've, I think I've seen this person's content on social, and or they left me a voicemail, and that's that's the email that they sent me. And you're just setting yourself up for success. You're making your face and your voice familiar to a prospect, which is one of the hardest things as a rep. There's nothing worse than calling someone. Or getting through to someone and they go, I, sorry, I don't have a clue who you are. I don't know. I don't know who you know, what, What's your name? Where are you from? What, I'm not, I don't, I've not seen your emails. Whereas you can get to a stage where, and I know I've been lucky enough to do this in the past, you cold call someone. And I know I've done this where I've called someone who I'm not even connected with on LinkedIn. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, I've seen, I've seen you stuff. Oh, I love that video you did three weeks ago. It really made me laugh. You know, let's have a conversation. Let's talk about sales loft. And again, that for me is when it all comes together and you go, this is a hundred percent what I should, what I should be doing. Cause it's those kind of moments. It's those calls that you've warmed up mm. and that you, and that you have a fantastic conversation with that you go, ah, it was worth it. It was worth doing a TikTok dance in my in my kitchen because i'm having <laughs> i'm having a i'm having a really good conversation on the phone yeah yeah and i think even people who you are connected to i mean you might get this sometimes where i'll speak to people and they'll be like oh i really enjoy your content and they've never liked or commented on it at all but they're watching they're there and i think you know people that's why people get wrapped too much up on the 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 likes the comments and the shares sometimes and even when you do like if five people like just imagine those five people in a room want to listen to you like that's still quite a big deal I, mm -hmm. I when I was first starting I was just thinking like that of like you know even if it's just two or three people well imagine that at a networking event two or three people surrounding you just chatting to you like that's that's a good start to 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 have in your in your in your mindset rather than just thinking straight away comparing yourself to like the kind of people on on LinkedIn who have got like hundreds and thousands of it <laughs> yeah that's really unhealthy i think to to kind of look at these people who've got this huge huge following and who get all these kind of likes and comments especially if you're just kind of starting out because again uh, as you as you've kind of mentioned there you know there are, there are people who will who will watch 
from the, from a distance. They won't they won't comment or like or share. They won't do anything, but they'll take they'll take it in. And again, that's what that's what it's all about, right? It's about getting the message out there, getting your face out there, and and kind of building that brand. Uh, so yeah, hundred percent. Let's let's try and stay away from how many likes have I got this week or uh, how many comments have I got. It's yeah, not, it's not it's not a good mindset to have. No, and and from a um, I suppose a, a, a neuro setting point of view, what you were talking about the attention piece there, we've got part of our brain the RAS, which is the reticular activating system that filters on a daily basis what it allows through. It's like why, for example, when you when you're looking at buying something, you start to notice your friends have got it, or you notice it on TV more. I would say you notice it online, but it's normally retargeted ads these days. Um, but it's because your RAS has allowed it through. It's like, right, okay, it's paying attention to it. And to your point, if you can create content um, that is sort of bit by bit, getting people to see your name, your face, then it's more likely for their brain to actually, you know, remember you and to see, to spot your email amongst everyone else's or to recognize your number or to, or to stop and see you on LinkedIn. Well, it's a it's a noisy it's a noisy world out there, right? There's a lot of people who are trying to sell, and there's a lot of people who are just like me trying to trying to book meetings. So if you can do anything to set yourself aside, and like you said, to 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 stick in people's minds and to be remembered, that that can only be that can only be a good thing. I remember I got a comment from a from a guy who um, he said that he was thinking about my my video. Just before he went to bed, he said he could, he was thinking about the song, <laughs> a, a song in my video, and he said to me, "Tom, congratulations, you've you've made it into my marriage bed <laughs> with, your, <laughs> with, with, your, with your with your consent." And I thought, "Oh, I don't know if that was really what I was uh, what I was going for," but I guess my point is, you you know, you'd be surprised just how much of an impact that you that you can have on on people just just by um, just by being memorable and um, and and creating content that people that people like and enjoy yeah and i suppose to that point as well what you'd probably agree with is um doing it that fits your style as well you know not just because of what works for you it doesn't mean everyone listening to this has to go and do a tiktok dance in their, in their kitchen not saying you shouldn't but i think don't feel like you have to put yourself so far out of your like i call it a familiar zone rather than comfort zone that it that it doesn't feel like you yeah i mean i'm i'm definitely not encouraging everyone who's listening to this to to make comedy sketch videos on on linkedin and and do and do silly dances you know and and characters like that that only works for me because that's that's kind of like where i feel comfortable it, it's funny because the the first few videos um that i that i watch back now and i don't enjoy it's when i'm just being myself it's when i'm talking to the camera and i'm and i'm being tom and I'm just talking about sales and I kind of watch it back and I go, oh, I'm not really sure if that's really the best kind of content. And, th and then I thought to myself, would I even watch, would I even watch this? You know, would I, would I spend two, three minutes watching myself talk about, and I thought, well, probably not. And it was when I started to do these, um, these kind of characters or, or funny scenarios based on the pain points that my prospects face it was it was then that I felt more comfortable and more relaxed, and I started to have have fun with it. But again, that's not going to work for everyone, right? I, I know there's so many people in my network, for example, who are so knowledgeable on an area, and I've got I've got so much to share, and probably don't realise just just how much value they could have 
just by just by posting snippets of that experience or of their you know of their kind of industry on on social on on a, on a weekly basis it doesn't have to be in the form of a, of a video it could just be a a text or you know or small articles but mm-hmm. i genuinely i genuinely believe that there's there's lots of value that people can offer and they simply think ah, i'm not the person you know no no one would ever even even care and that's that's such a sad thing because there's such a huge opportunity for us to all be sharing with each other knowledge and ideas in whatever way that is if that's through humor if that's through kind of yeah interesting facts and figures if that's through experience any single way i think is uh yeah i'm, I'm a huge encourager of that yeah yeah when i was chatting to justin about this he he was talking about knowledge blindness um from, from he, he talks about it from the aspect of you know you, you're so um you're so wrapped up in the idea of being an expert but who really is an expert you know when you think about anything these days like even sales or social selling i mean if you call yourself an expert well it's constantly evolving so you can never really be like an official expert and i think so many people are focused on thinking well i'm not at my i use analogy i'm not on my like mountain peak yet but it's like yeah but you're you're on the journey and you've, you've still got people who haven't even started that yet so you can still provide some form of, of value to them um around that 100 percent. i think it's it's very easy for people to think that well yeah why would i why would I even start start doing this? Because um, I can't I can't add the value. Maybe I'm too junior in my role, as you've just kind of said there. And with the SDR role, that tends to be uh, an entry level role for a lot of organisations. And I think the worst mistake people can make for someone who is um, is kind of new to an organisation or new to sales is to try to create content that outlines them as an as an expert. Because again, that can almost be really really damaging for. Uh, for your own for your own brand it's probably mm. best to just admit well i probably don't know everything and i am on my journey but let's maybe document that that journey um for someone like me with this with this accent i i, I probably thought well i'm not going to come across as uh, as someone who's you know got all this kind of knowledge and expertise and that and that's why i went through the kind of um, through the humor humor route and maybe maybe looking back i could have had a bit more confidence to to kind of be myself and i feel like i've uh, i've probably come full circle and i'm starting to do that a, a little bit more um, but again i guess to to sum it up it would be this idea of just just being honest with yourself and your and your network and not trying to come across as uh, you know an entrepreneur or a or or a kind of sales expert just tell your story (laughs) just yeah a guru a sales guru as a a character that that i've done before sales tell me what you want to know sales i live it i breathe sales i am i am sales completed it completed it mate (laughs) so that's that's something for people to try what about one thing to either keep doing or to throw away where where should we go next so i i thought about this idea of keep doing and for me like personalization should be should be something that that reps should just keep doing on a on a daily basis right we all want to feel special when we're being when we're being approached especially by someone from from sales uh, if you're a person that gets approached a lot then yeah you you need to be um, you need to be made to feel like you've been prospected for for a reason and i think being personalized in in your approach is the is the way to do that 
but almost taking it like a step further than that and actually surprising and delighting your your prospects. I try, and again, I don't always get this right, but I try and make sure that the the video email that I might send a prospect that day, just before I hit send, I'll think, is this the best video they're going to receive today? And if it's not, I'll do it again. I'll, I'll go back to the beginning and think, let's, let's re-record that. Because I want to show them just how much research I've done on them, how important the message is that, that I'm saying to their persona and to their organization, and also throw a little bit of my personality in there as well to kind of give them this idea of what a 15-minute discovery call with me might, might be like. And if I don't hit all of those three, then again, it's, it, for me, it's not been a successful, um, it's not been a successful approach to, to doing kind of video prospecting. Mm. So yeah, just, that's, just um, on that, how do you, how do you balance that out without overthinking and overanalyzing and kind of that kind of perfectionism piece at the same time? Yeah. I mean, with someone who has to do a lot of prospecting and I'm sure there's people listening to this who are like, yeah, that's me. That sounds great, Tom, but I don't have, I don't have the time. You know, I've got, I've got to send X amount of emails and make Y amount of calls. Um, I tend to choose my subject of personalization quite quickly when I'm looking at a, a prospect and I'll kind of decide, look, that's what I'm going to lead with. And social tends to be a big one um, for me. So when I'm looking at a prospect, I'll jump onto their social profile. Twitter is normally a fantastic one for that because you can see who they're following what they're speaking about, what's what's important to them personally. Um, usually in their in their bio, they'll have a little they'll have a little um, nugget that you think oh fantastic, and I'll take that and I'll add that right into the beginning of my personalised video. the The idea of adding value to their persona, well, I've got that in the back pocket because I understand like what what they might be looking for from someone like myself who's talking about sales engagement. And then I'm able to wrap that into a nice kind of 30, 40 second um, video. But again, I might be contradicting myself here, but we can't strive for per perfection. There's no such thing as a, a perfect video email. And um, if you, if you watch some of mine, you'll see me, um, you'll see me stumble, um, stutter, maybe, maybe say, say a, a word wrong. I'll leave that in. I'll, and I'll send that as is, right? Because it's 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 me. We're all we're all human, and um, yeah, we're all you know. We, we can't strive for for perfection. Again, you've talked about this idea of being sales experts. There's no such thing as a prospecting expert. It's still a little bit hit and miss, right? You still have good days and bad days. So I I believe that as long as you get your personality through the prospecting as long as that's as long as that's kind of right at the heart of it you're adding some value and you're also personalizing it with something that's really relevant to them that you've seen on on their profiles you've kind of you've kind of set yourself up for success i, I think to myself well if i got a video like that i i would probably i'd probably take the meeting and then that's the mindset i get in when i'm prospecting would i give this guy the time of day would i would i watch this would i respond to this um so yeah don't strive for perfection um but just try and add just try and add some value yeah it's a good point you make there because i think sometimes you get so wrapped up with thinking right 
here's the perfect messaging that you kind of deliver it in a way, but there's no real personality that's coming across at the same time. And then it's like, yeah, does someone really want to speak to you? Like it might, it doesn't matter what you're saying, but if you're not saying it in a natural way, I think is someone going to think, yeah, I want to, you know, spend 15, 20 minutes of my time chatting to that person more. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more because I think what's it really, really easy to forget, especially when you're, you're doing a lead general like myself is you're basically asking for someone's someone's time as much as you think that you've managed to work a pitch into a video call and you think that you've got them all warmed up you're really just saying look can i have 15 minutes of of your day and i I don't know about you but you know i don't give my time away very easily to to anybody you know unless i unless i really think oh that that could be something that'd be really interesting or this person seems uh, like they know what they're talking about or they just seem like a really nice person and like oh i kind of like what they've got going on um and again that's the same with our with our prospects who we're we're reaching out to um so yeah give give them a reason to um to want to to want to take 15 minutes out of their day to uh to to speak to you Mm. Definitely, definitely. So the final thing then, throwing away, what's one thing you'd encourage people to throw away or stop doing as much? Yeah, so I um, I thought about this idea of yeah, avoiding sounding like every other SDR that, that that's out there because I know that's a very easy um, an easy thing to do. I was uh, I was tagged in a a post on on LinkedIn that said when everyone uh, zigs you should zag. And I really, I really liked that because it was really, it was really simple. I was like, oh, I might, I might take that with me and, and re- remember it, right? We're living in a world of reps that, that zig, they send emails and they make cold calls and they try and book meetings. But, but why not, why not try and zag in a world of, of ziggers? Why not do something a little bit, a little bit different, right? And to, and to try to, to stand out one of the aims that I have when I'm doing my prospecting is if I can try to make the prospect smile. Now that might not seem like a really important part of, um, of the sales process to a lot, to a lot of people, you know, I, well, I, Tom, I don't really care. I don't really care if this, if this smile, you know, I've got, I've got to book meetings and my, my manager says I need to make more, more phone calls. So I'm, you know, I just want to get the the messaging the messaging right, and I remember when I started as an SDR, I booked my first meeting off an email, and I was like, "That's I've got the you know this is the email this is the copy, I've cracked <laughs> I've cracked it," and I just thought I'll just and I just remember copy and pasting it, you know you know to everybody, but they didn't that didn't work obviously that worked for that for that one for that one prospect. And I slowly, but surely, and again, it's a, it's a process, realized that if I want to book as many meetings as possible and be successful as a rep, I need, I need to kind of stand out. I need to, I need to sound a little bit different. I need to be kind of who, who I am and, it, and inject some of my, yeah, some of my personality into that, into that whole process. Um, so yeah, that, that would be something I would try and avoid doing. Just, just sounding like, everybody else and getting out of that mindset of oh, i've got i've got targets to hit because um people um people are not daft you know they they know that when a salesperson's call 
you know, a calling, they they probably want to book some time with them so that they can, yeah, hit hit their number. Um, but if you can just be open about that and just and just be kind of lighthearted about that, and and again, almost, and it sounds a bit, it, it sounds a bit controversial, but not not care about the the result, just just have have some fun and just try to have a human interaction with a, with a prospect and yeah, try to make them smile and, and be a bit different. I mean, that's where I see my success. So yeah, that would be my one to, to avoid, avoid doing what everybody else does. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a really good point. Like the, the not caring is just being indifferent is realizing that, you know, like you say, just focus on having the conversation, focus on, on that piece. That's the bit you can control. You can't control what's going on in their company outside of that you can't control how their day has been you can't control all that other stuff but you can control that of being present i think too many people get wrapped up in thinking about all that other stuff beforehand and then don't actually focus on well this is the thing i can influence this is what i can control and to your point about making someone smile you said it might sound simple but i think what it does is it builds it reduces that guard that sometimes people have um and builds trust and rapport you know what it's like when you first meet someone back in the day when we used to be able to go to parties and all this kind of stuff. And you meet someone and as soon as they make you smile a lot, you think, yeah, they're, they're a good guy or they're a good girl. <laughs> I like them. Um, and it's just, it's just that guard, isn't it? It's like whenever we meet someone, regardless, we're always that kind of trying to suss them out. Who are they? And as soon as they can, you know, not make us necessarily have to make us laugh, but smile or just at least relax, we can feel like, Do you know what? There's some trust here. There's some rapport here that I want to speak to them more. 100%. If, if someone calls me on my mobile and I don't know the number, and my, my wife often tells me off for this because, you know, of the field, of the field that I'm in and, and the industry, I'll be like, who's the, who, hello, who's this? Where, what, 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 you, you know? And, and, and I think to myself, well, if, <laughs> if I'm doing that as someone who, who does this on a, on a daily basis, then how can I expect anyone else to not do exactly the same you know and we we need to find ways to be able to yeah let let people's guard be 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 dropped and just to to break through that to have that kind of human human conversation um yeah i miss the days of uh, seeing people in real life they were good good times i remember they were, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah soon to be coming again hopefully fingers soon. crossed yeah. Well, um, Tom, thank you so much for, for coming on today. It's been a real pleasure having a, having a conversation and a chat with you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Loving your, loving your work. And thanks for, um, thanks for getting me on the, on the show. I've had a lot of fun and uh, fingers crossed we've, uh, we've given people some, uh, some great tips there. What do you reckon? Yeah, I, th I, I think so. I think, you know, the, the key messages there, I think this is the thing is, I suppose, as a summary message, which you probably agree with, is that people are always looking for the kind of secret source of like, oh, how do you how do you do this? Like they've probably just seen like, oh, wow, you get so much engagement. Like it's all very well Tom saying this. Like, but as you've talked about in this podcast, it's it's not always like that. And what you're doing is just being yourself. There is no secret source here. There is no like hidden secrets. It's very much consistency and authenticity. Yeah, yeah, and if there was a secret source, then the secret would be out a long, a long time ago. You know, people would say, "Okay, this is exactly what you do to, um, yeah, to, to set yourself up for success. This is how you, this is how you do social. This is how you do the selling kind of things." But all we can do really is share what works for us, and 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 talk about this idea of look, this is how this is how I've done it. 
and and again I, I think that idea of sharing knowledge and, and learning from each other is is one of the best ways to, to set everyone up for success mm. and also at the same time just reminding yourself that it's great to you know share ideas take ideas from other people but always think how can I make it my own because I think the irony is in sales of thinking oh I need to be successful I need to be like that person or that person it's like no they're being successful because they're being themselves so yeah every time you take something I think always what helped me in my career is always thinking that's really good how do I make it my own like how do I make this something that I would say or I would use yeah I know there's people who watch my content who'll say like oh I, I don't know if I could do I could do that but I do exactly the same. I watch people's content on LinkedIn. I think there's no way I could do, I could do that, you know, and I think fair, fair play to them. So yeah, play to your, play to your strengths, right? We've all got our own individual strengths and uh, yeah, why not? Why not play to that and, uh, and yeah, make it your own. I like that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, thank you again, Tom. And for people um, who want to tune in, obviously aside LinkedIn, I know you've got a TikTok account now. Where's the best place? How do people find you on there? Yeah, so I've uh, I've got three TikTok videos uh, that I've <laughs> that I've uploaded. 20, 20 followers. It's not about the metrics though, Chris. Right, it's about creating the value. Forget about the metrics. Um, so yeah, feel free to to add me on uh, on LinkedIn and and TikTok. Just search just search Tom Boston. There's there's not a lot of Tom Bostons that are bald with a with a ginger beard. So I'm sure <laughs> I'm I'm sure you'll uh, I'm sure you'll find me. I envy people being able to do that. When, when you type my name into Google, it comes up with, did you mean Chris Hadfield, the famous astronaut from America? So no, I'm I want on a mission. I want, I want the bearded bloke who does those, <laughs> uh, who does those podcasts. Yeah. So I'm on a mission, my SEO to rank above that person by the end of my well, life. Well, I hope, I hope you get there. Shoot for the stars. Yeah. That's what they say. That's exactly. what Chris Hadfield. That's, that's what, what he Chris did, Hadfield yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, thanks, Tom. And for listeners, uh, thanks for tuning in to another episode. I'll catch you again very soon. Hey, people. Thanks for tuning in. If you want more of this content, then head over to our website, salespsyche.co.uk. Psyche is P-S-Y-C-H-E. And sign up for our self-talk newsletter. Plus, we also run another podcast, Master Brilliance and Resilience. And you can also find me on LinkedIn. Always happy to chat. But for now, stay mindful. Catch you soon.